This is an Average Joe Media production. Well, ain't no this is Welcome to an episode of the Baby Daddy Chronicles. This is Teroy Jackson here, your future favorite baby daddy. And today, I got the man, the legend, the innovator, the creator, <laughs> the post office poppy himself, aka the workout king, the Twitter trainer. <laughs> the Twitter is traitor. <laughs> you be fucking cracking me up, bro, with that shit. Hey, man, listen, you, you got to have mad streams of revenue coming in, man. The owner of the Adopt the Chick program, my guy. Yes, sir. Juice, how we living today? Hey, my brother, what's going on, man? Hey. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be here. Happy to be alive, man. Truly blessed. Holly favorite. Hey man, I'm here, man. You know, we 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 vibing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? How, yeah. How, how are you? How are you? Um, I'm better. I'm better. That's good. Um, that's good. You know, I try to keep Average Joe and Baby Daddy Chronicles separate, so a lot of people don't really know what's going on, Baby Daddy Chronicles. But um, just got a relationship um better um than where I was a couple months ago. So you know, that's good. just gotta you know, that's man, good. just move on. Take you know, what I'm saying, take the punches and just. Let the chips fall where they lay. If shit happens the way it's supposed to happen, it'll happen the way it's supposed to happen. And if not, then just got to, you know, move on. Like you told me in the text messages, I'm T motherfucking Roy. I'm saying, listen, sometimes, man, you got to big yourself up, man. Sometimes you got to let these motherfuckers, men and women, because, you know, motherfucker isn't gender neutral. You got to <laughs> let motherfucker know who the fuck you are. That's fact. Period. And if they don't want to listen... Keep saying that shit. Fuck them. You are listen, man. You know how I give it up, brother. That's just how you know. You know me. Mm-hmm. Always, definitely, man. How's your mental health? I'm doing good, brother. Uh, like uh, much like yourself. Uh, we've been going through some shit, but that's neither here nor there. But tonight, right now, whenever you guys listen to this, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing amazing. I'm at a eight point five, maybe even a nine, just on the simple fact that I'm just alive. So. We rocking with that. Always, man. We definitely rocking with that, man. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about what being a parent means and how it's basically for the betterment of the child, right? I just feel like we'll touch on a few things. I feel like uh, when it comes to parents, just me being somebody who doesn't have kids and looking at my friends who have kids, somewhere in the line, somewhere down the line, Feelings get involved, lines get blurred, and it's no longer about what's best for the child. Mm-hmm. 
like give you for example um when i had got this young lady pregnant i had told her i was like look like i know it's mine but when the baby comes out i want a dna test i just feel like dna test at birth should be standard and then she i just felt like she got in the feelings and she was just like well if that's the case then i'm going to put you on child support and i'm just like why I was like, you the one that told me that men don't have rights in Florida, so let me go establish my rights. And her question was, why do we need to get the courts involved? For yeah, I want I want to get the I want a paper trail. I want to be there for. I just want a DNA to just to have a peace of mind, even though I know it's mine. Because you know, you never know. But I know it's mine. But I just want that paper trail. And I'm like, you keep telling me I don't in Florida men don't have any rights. So now you getting mad when I want to establish my rights. I was like, what's the difference if I go to the court and they maybe do a DNA test or if I ask one at birth? But I just feel like women be so in their feelings about that, bro. Like they be extremely in their feelings about that. It just be like, oh, if you trust me, it shouldn't matter. It does matter. See, see, you know what? That's that manipulative bullshit in my opinion, right? Because I've had conversations with many women. And if I, the black man who they are in a relationship with, and for whatever reason, I decide that I want some security, right? Because this is a child that we are allegedly bringing into the world. Why can't I, why can't I be secure, right? Exactly. So I ask you for a DNA test. You, you immediately, immediately think about, oh, well, you don't think I've been honest with you. And how could you even accuse me? I haven't accused you of anything. I'm asking you for certainty. I had a conversation with a young lady uh, on Twitter about the DNA test and, you know, this, that, and the third. And she told me straight up she would feel offended if I asked her, being her man, for a DNA test because it's, it's implying that uh, she cheated or, or there was some infidelity. I said, great, feelings are whatever feelings are. They mean something to you. At this particular time, they don't mean anything to me. So then I asked her in return, well, what if DNA tests were mandatory? Now, the only person, people, that could make uh, the, the DNA test mandatory is the white man. You exactly. Know what I'm saying? The government, mm-hmm. yep. the, the law, or whatever, right? She would be completely fine with the white man making her do something versus her man, her black man, feeling secure and said that it's really about her. That's the selfishness, in my opinion, with that. Uh-huh. Because even if you didn't cheat, great. If you didn't cheat and the proof is in the pudding, the baby being the pudding, then then, then we're all fine. But the but but the only the only reason why you should be worried is if you did do something maybe once, or even a half a time, and now you are unsure and it could come back to bite you in the ass. Exactly. Now for you to uh, 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 ask for one and then well I'm going to put you on child support with them bitch and I guess we're going to be down in family court because I'm going to know this exactly like it's alright to know like you can't sit there and, and stress to me unless the men in Florida are married they don't have any rights and you got to go establish your rights and then I'm like well <laughs> I, I just want to I know it's mine but I, I want that peace of mind I have a right to know and also it's really not for me it's more so down the line for the kid like I know um, one of my Facebook friends, I told a story to where um, this man had thought like this was his um, 
his child for 30 years. And the only reason why he found out it didn't was because like he made it like he needed some medical surgery. And then they found out that he wasn't a match. And then they did a DNA test and that wasn't his kid. Bro, I'd be pissed. Yeah, facts. I'd be, I'd be crazy pissed, yo. Somebody would have to die. Yeah. Like, no, seriously, because that is something that, that's, I go, that, that, that just has such, it just has such ramifications uh-huh. if it goes the other way. And I just feel like women are just so overly emotional, just in general, but with even being accused of things. Like, when a woman wants proof that you aren't hurting them or you aren't stepping out on them, they want that, they demand that, you better give that. And if you don't give them what they request, then it's going to be an issue. Women, in my opinion, tend to be like bullies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to get mad at you until you do what they say or have an attitude until you just fold. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I know I know hearing this, oh, well, you're, I'm not bashing, I'm not hating. This is just from personal experience. I got, I have, have a mother, I have four sisters, I have eight aunts, and I have a ton of female cousins, right? And I've seen and I've asked all these questions and I've seen them in work. Like, hey. He doesn't, he doesn't necessarily agree with this, but I'm going to bully him into believing or just giving me what I want. I, I don't want that type of love or relationship or situation. I don't, I don't want that. that. That's very manipulative. Yeah, I was just I like... Just, I don't... Mm, mm-mm. It was wild, bro. I was just like... So you really go... I was like, you really like... Even though you know I would be there for you and the child. Like, we would be together. And you're going to put me on child support because... I asked for a DNA test. Like that makes no that makes no sense. I, I told you I really feel like no black man is is allowed or able to have certainty unless it's unless they want to give him the certainty. And typically that comes out of spite. Uh-huh. Now there are some that bl- typically comes out of spite. There are some black women I know that be like, Hey look, yeah, I'll give him a DNA test. There ain't no problem. He wanna know, he wanna know. Like it don't I don't feel no no type of way about it. But for the most part, yeah, they get in their feelings real quick. And I just be like I be trying to tell them, I was like, What if the shoe was on the other foot? Like what if you was the nigga and I was the and I was the female and I and you asked for a DNA test? I'm not gonna feel no type of way because you have a right to know. You have a right to know. Unless but see, but see you're you're using your man brain trying to flip the shoe and shit. Your man, you you, you always going to use your man brain because you're a man. So even if you try to put the shoe on the other foot, they never get it. Just like and vice versa. If if they would say we, we would never get it, if we were in their shoes. We, it just it's just woman brain and men's logic. You can be mad at me until this child is 18 years old. If you are telling me that this is my child. I will get one because before I sign my name on a birth certificate, I will have proof of paternity and it's nothing you can do about it. You want to put me out of the um the hospital room? Sure. I'll leave. I'll leave without my name on anything. Yeah. You want to put me out before? I mean, fam, either way you look at it, if, if, if I'm unable to get it at birth or in the hospital, then I'll Go down to the courthouse and, and and file for petition. You're not stopping me. You're not stopping me. I if I have come to that point, it's really nothing you can do to kind of you know take you know take me off that ledge. I want this test, uh-huh. and I'm going to get it. Uh-huh. Period. And we could still Period. be and we could still be a happy 
functioning family. I just want the test. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, you can't be. No, you cannot. No. <laughs> no, you can't. There's no way. There's no way that you can. No, absolutely not. You can't want to still love me after I've given you certainty. No. Hell no. Come on. Cut that out, man. Toro, you come on. Come on. Yeah. You know better. You right. <laughs> I just be trying to have hope. <laughs> You know better than that, man. I just be trying to have hope, bro. I really just be like, dang, like, there'd be so many good dads out there, but there'd be so many women that make it hard for these good dads and just make it easy for the niggas that don't take care of their kids. Like, the niggas that don't take care of their kids, bro, they got it easy. They, oh, I know. They baby Trust mamas me. don't bother them. They don't do, like, you know what I'm saying? They don't do shit. They be begging to see him. Some of them, <sighs> some of them even allow them to sign over their parental rights. Mm. Like, like some of them get out of, give them a get out of jail free card. And it's just, it's, it's just, it just mind boggling. Coming, coming from a place of being a father who's so active, who take care of his kid, never missed a day of anything. Throughout baby mama drama or baby daddy beef or whatever the case may be, I have a huge problem with how sometimes we get treated. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if it's if it's the expectation that we have placed, but there's an expectation when you're a father. Like the term baby daddy to me is so demeaning because I'm way more than a baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Now you know we say it in jest and we joke. If you come at me and be like, hey, oh, you're such and such as baby daddy. No, ma'am. I am my son's father. Uh-huh. I am my daughter's father. Don't ever call me that. And I get it. It's just unjust, but it's just something. It's years of seeing Maury Povich or or Jerry Springer <laughs> and shit or shit or, or, or older family members, older cousins who had that baby mama drama or baby daddy drama and legitimately the mother wasn't there or the father wasn't there, so you earned that title of just a baby daddy. Uh-huh. So seeing that shit, shit, for, for what it's worth, my father is a baby father. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I get what you're he's saying. He's a baby daddy. He wasn't there. He did whatever he wanted to when he wanted to. I'm not sure if my mother allowed him to, but at the income, the outcome, my bad, was that he wasn't there. So having that in me, ain't no way I'm finna be that. So did, I don't care what me and the mother gonna do. We I'm I'm never gonna be that. Did that be so because you didn't basically have like a father growing up or your father wasn't around, did that play a big part into you being like, I'm gonna be there for my kids because I don't want them to go Hell through yeah. what I went through? Okay. Hell yeah. Absolutely, bro. It's 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 it, oh the one of the main driving forces other than seeing their seeing seeing something that you create or help create. Is a is a marvelous feeling. It's something. It's something that can't be changed, can't be altered, can't be replaced. Right? You can do it over and over again, but that first time is never the same again. So to see my babies, to see my kids grow up, like right in front of you, to, to had you know develop social so certain social skills and your characteristics or their mother's characteristics, it's just something. It's just an experience. Like every day, I every day I wake up and I see my kids. I know it's gonna be something different, and it's something that I'm extremely proud of. So, so to call me just to, to call me a, a a baby's daddy, nah, 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 nah. I get the jokey part. I get that. You know, they got songs about it and all that other shit. I get that, but I'm not that. Mm-hmm. Not that. Most definitely. Um. 
So when it, I want to touch on this, right? When it comes to the betterment of the child, I just feel like if <clears throat> parents were to take their feelings out of it and just we got to do what's best for the child, I feel like it would be a lot more two-parent households in the black community. But I feel like nowadays it's just like, like I know, for example, um, this one lady I used to know, one woman I used to know, and literally put her baby daddy on child support because he no longer wanted to be with her. And I'm just like, but that mm. that that doesn't just because he don't want to be with you don't mean he don't want nothing to do with the child and refused for him to see the child for the longest. You're only hurting the child at this point. Yeah, um, on both sides, men and women. Once those emotions get in overdrive, you know the two the, the two grown ups or alleged grown ups break up. You know sometimes there's one mature one. Sometimes there's one immature one, you know, they beef, they clash, and they get to fighting about past things that they personally with each other have going on. The kid is just a fucking, the kid is just a pawn in their little fucking game. I played that game. It hurts. The fear, like, you, yo, if you threaten me that I can't see my kid, that hurts me than, than the actual act. Like, don't ever threaten me to say that. And... Like I've, like, like I've continuously said, I have no problem with bringing a white man into my black ass business. So if you elect to tell me or show me or keep my child away from me, you better believe because you're going to answer to that white man. And when you answer to that white man, because you've been at, you answer to the white man any other time, right? You pay this white man your taxes. You pay this white man for your car note, your car insurance, your rent or whatever. Sometimes these women are getting a uh, 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 government assistance as far as living is concerned, Section 8 vouchers, um, food stamps. So you listen to them for that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to listen to them. When, I, when, when my black ass want to see my black ass kid that our black ass has created together. There's nothing you can do or say that's going to keep me away from mine. I will bring the white man in our black ass business. And a lot of people don't like that because when a white man get involved, then, you know, you got to do something a little different. You know, if you don't allow him to see your kid, maybe they'll take away your food and some shit. I really, I really think it should, it should be some legislation into that shit. Yeah, it should. Right. So if, if you, if you decide that, you know, even if you decide you want to take me to child support, right. And you don't have to, but again, if there's something you elect to do, all right, bet. So you take me down to child support. And you get however much you get. I don't know how they base child support off his income, her income, compare it. I don't know. But whatever you get, and if you decided that you want to do that out of spite, that's all you'll get. That's all you'll get. You'll get the child support that you asked for. Because nine times out of ten, I'm going to do more than what the child support order says. Right? So, you know, we do health benefits. We do dinner. We do vision. Uh, 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 we do daycare we do schooling mm-hmm. we do whatever it is that we do and you want to take me down to get pennies on a dollar go ahead get your peanuts you're just screwing yourself guy we got to get out of that spiteful mentality oh because he don't want me because she don't want me well i'm gonna hit him in his pockets cool don't listen and, and i'm I, i'm not i'm not wealthy or rich by any mean any form of the word so it will affect me but it's not going to affect me as much as not seeing my babies. Facts. Big facts. Now, I agree with that 100%. I definitely agree with that. Um, what are your core values as a father? 
Be present. Be loving. Be strong and be weak. Mm, that's a big one. Be strong and be weak. That's a big one. I, I think it's important for everybody to see or your kids to see your, your strengths and your weaknesses. Right? Because everything you are or everything you are not makes you everything that you am. Mm. So if you see that I'm, you know, I'm daddy is strong. Daddy can build anything. He can fix anything. He can take care of anything. He's always there. But daddy's a human. Daddy's not a robot. So all the times that daddy's there and daddy's working, he's fixing, he's building, he's helping, daddy can sometimes deteriorate too. You got to see that. Mm -hmm. That's a balance. Got to teach your kids balance. And everything that the father is teaching him is not everything that the mom's going to teach him, which is why we're different. So the shit that you learn from your mom is going to be different than it is from your dad. You can compare it when you get of age where comparison is important to you and your kid learns their own values and, you know, how they're going to move and how they're going to operate. For me as a father, it's presence. Number one, it starts there. Can't do shit if you're not there. They can't see your strengths or your weaknesses if, if you're not there. Mm-hmm. They can't see if daddy's going to be strong and build and make sure that he cares. Care is loving. Care is being soft. Care is Caring is being a disciplinarian too. Yeah. It's more than one way to discipline a child. You don't have to, my. I never, I hate yelling. It's not my thing. I hate yelling. I don't yell at my kids. I don't want to scare my kids. So I talk to my kids on their level. Mm, I have okay. a five-year-old, you know what I'm saying? And my five-year-old, my pride and joy, the love of my life, just like my daughter is. My pride and my joy, the love of my life. But they are emotional creatures. <laughs> they are. I'm emotional. Their moms are emotional. So it's just something that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So with me being a father, because I don't yell much, if I raise my voice, my son crumbles. And I never want him to crumble because I'm never mad at him. I'm never upset at him. But I just need you to listen to your father. So I go down to his level. I talk to him. My daughter, 16. She's a woman. So I got to come up to her level. And my God, these teenage girls are a pain in the ass. <laughs> I got one. So I got to figure out a way to talk to him. Because I don't want to just come off as, you know, the dictating dad. But I can do that. Uh-huh. I just want to make sure that my kids understand that I can come to your level. I can explain things to you, and I want you to do shit how you're supposed to do shit. Okay? Your job as a child is to be a child. I don't want to put any adult problems on you. Me and your mom may not be cool or happy at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. You ain't got That ain't got nothing to do with you. We may be beefing or whatever the case may be. That just ain't got nothing to do with you. So I don't need you to see that. I need you to be a child. Yo, I remember coming up and being, I don't know, maybe preteen, teenagers, and maybe even earlier than that, like understanding financial woes. Bro, I'm still dealing with them financial woes now. Mm-hmm. Like worrying about money and all that other shit. I hated I hated that I had to fucking bear that or under even understood what that was at a young age. I don't want my kids to care about money, man. I understand that money rule the world, but I don't want my kids to care about fucking money. Mm. Money is the root of all fucking evil. Facts. Money, money, money. You, you, see, you see how these white men act over money and how niggas act crazy over money? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, I hate money. Unfortunately, we needed to live, but I don't want to make it the staple of my life. If I'm broke, fam, then I'm broke. I can find, I can find wealth in other things. Yeah. You don't have to spend, the, you know, the almighty dollar 
And it's crazy how to put in God we trust on a fucking dollar. It, 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 it ain't got nothing to do with nothing. So it's just some things that I don't I don't want my kids having to deal with until I guess it's time for them to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like in my my like, okay. Like my kids living with me until whenever. I'ma be a hundred with you. Unless I'm about to be a freaky old man and I'm about to just have, you know, women coming in and out or whatever it is, you know, like Uncle Elroy and Sugar and shit, then, you know, no, nah, you know what? Y- y'all may not want to be here all the time. But I'm not throwing my kids out there. Because who's to say, like, right now we're going through a pandemic. Everything is up. Used cars is up 40%. Rent is up 40%. Groceries and food is up 13%. That ain't nobody pay increase. Come on, man. This house, this house that daddy built, come on, y'all stay here. Now, why you here now? You know, you know, pick a bill. Ain't got to be a big bill, but pick a bill. Help a nigga out. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Help a nigga out. But for the, like, come on, like, it's just, is I just, I just, I, 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 I want to be able to do things differently from how my parents did. Mm-hmm. My mother did it on her own, and she did an amazing job. She did what she had. She used what she had. And look at me now. I'm a little fucked up, but I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little fucked up, but I'm trying to not raise fucked up kids. Mm-hmm. And people around me see that. So, you know, my friends that also have kids, and, you know, they feel the same way. You know, we are like a, a tight, small-knit community and shit. So my brothers, my sisters, my friends, my close friends, and their kids, like, you know, we all get together and shit. It's just to, it's just to have that, just to know that it, it does take a village. It really does. I appreciate everything. I appreciate everything that everyone around me does. For and with my with, with with my kids, it really does take and a village, big, right? And and big and bigs up big ups to um uh their moms, you know. Shouts out to uh India, my son's mom. Shouts out to Kirsten, and my daughter's mom. They're amazing. I wouldn't be in, in in half of a position that I'm in now if it wasn't for them. So you know, big up to them. You know, shouts out to the baby daddies. But if you got a solid child's mom. Boy, you are you are a fucking winner. Let me tell you something. You are a fucking winner. And every day, I thank God that they are the mother of my kids and my kids are healthy living and don't need for a fucking thing. Yeah, no, that's fact. Because if you have a solid baby, if you have a, if you if the mother of your kid's child is solid and like yeah. y'all co-parent well, bro, you going you'll be fine. You'll be straight. Yeah. It's the ones that yeah, take I mean, you through the rigors that be like, oh, oh, yeah. But even you know what even 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 the good co-parenters, um, you know, face their challenges. Mm-hmm. They face their differences, you know, their disagreements. But that's normal. That's just human nature. No two people agree with each other all the time. You know, they want they want what they feel is best, and it may not be exactly what the other one may feel is best. So, you know, it it all comes with challenges. Things take time. Things take time. I I think I you know me like, even where I'm at now. Like being in such a great place with mine to do it again, I need to have that. So I kind of want to expedite that great place, even though it may take some time to get there. But I really want to get straight to the good shit. Mm-hmm. Right? You get what I'm saying? So you know, with that, I just I, I I'm, I'm truly blessed for for the for the women in my life right now. Hey man, you you blessed for real for real. Wow, yeah. over the years, how has your mentality changed as a father? Shit, uh, I don't know. I think I, I, I think the the very first time I laid eyes on my daughter, that was it. Mm, okay, 
that 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 was it. I mean, I wasn't really like you know out there, out there anyway. You know, I'm always kind of low key, laid back, so I'm not really doing goofy shit. You know, I've been able to manage you know life and finances and things like that. So, you know, I think the only thing that it really changed is the gray hairs that I got now. That I think that's it. The the, the few grays that I got in my beard and. There's salt and pepper on the top of the head that's coming in right now. But <laughs> I, I would like to attribute that to old age, but my kids definitely got something to do with that. Most deaf. Um, when you had your daughter, did that kind of like change your perspective on how you looked at women, or you was already like, or it, it wasn't like you was already treating them like it was. You were still respectful to begin with. It, it just gave you a more conscious effort. You know, I. I, I was never the douchebag. I was never like the, you know, fuck him and duck him and run through him. Now, don't get me wrong. I like to fuck, like, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've I've gone through my, I like to fuck multiple women stage. But I've never been the dog or the asshole or shit like that. Me having my daughter just was me liking to fuck uh, women and being in relationship with them or doing whatever with them and still being a good father to my daughter. Mm-hmm. But I get, you know, the men... And some people say this is common, but the men who are just trash to women, just dog them, do whatever, this, that, and the third, when they finally have a daughter, it's their wake-up call because now they got one and, you know, there's a potential chance that your daughter may run into a nigga like you. Well, guess what? My daughter could, I could be the best man in the world. Never treated a woman wrong. My daughter could still grow up and run into a dickhead. Yeah, that's true. She could still run into a complete jackass, the complete opposite of me. Now, don't get me wrong. For every child that I have, I have a gun to accommodate. Mm. Juice. I'm always about my shit. You stay ready. Try me if you want to. <laughs> I'm I'm with it. Please. Please. I don't play about them. And I don't play about the things that are attached to them. So, you know, my my outtake on women, um, you know, that's my outtake on women. To today's society of women, I I refuse to address because yes, you and it. I know both. You know, you know what the fuck is going on there. <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't acknowledge them. But the women that we know, um, women like our moms or our sisters or uh-huh. something like that, or close friends who aren't just out here sucking and fucking for a couple bucks or whatever the fuck it is that they doing now. I ain't talking about them. Unfortunately, my junior, <laughs> my nephew. And my little male cousin go ahead to unfortunately deal with them. Mm-hmm. And hopefully times change and, you know, they listen to us. You know, guide them and all that. Because, you know, when I was coming up, man, I I would have killed for an OG to let me know how certain women act. For real? I would have killed for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I've learned a lot from my older cousins and a lot of their mistakes. But like like an OG, like somebody who really sit you down and like you learn the game from them. I, I wasn't able to have that. I wasn't able to so, have that either. You know. Right, so so like even with my kid or my nephews or some shit like that, even my nieces, man, I can I'm your OG. When I when I see something that ain't right, I don't like that. That ain't right. Why watch out for that? That's something. Her she learned that from her mother right there. Watch out for that. You know, just 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 small shit like that. Mm-hmm. And women too. Women are OGs. And if you see your son run into a woman, hey hey, watch out. Yeah. She 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 about to do some stupid shit with you. Mm-hmm. Like just just watch out. You know, I, I, I just think, you know, each one teach one is to, yeah, each one teach one. Most definitely, man. Like, I wish I had an OG, like, because my dad never really was like, well, I don't really know like that, but I know he, we ain't really talk about, hey, watch out for this, watch out for that. I was kind of, I had to just learn on my own, like, yeah, had a shit, nigga. I'm still waiting to have the, uh, the, the sex talk. Mm. 
I'm, I'm 35 waiting to have a sex talk. I ain't had a sex talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have so you, it's, just, it's just one of those type things. Have you had the sex talk with your daughter yet? I have. I have. It felt like it felt like a boulder to the nuts. <laughs> but I did it. But see, but and, and and this is one thing that I'm really, really, really proud of. I'm really proud that my daughter feels comfortable enough to come to me. Cause like I said, my daughter's 16. Mm-hmm. And the first time my daughter had sex, my daughter told me. Mm. So how was that? How as, how did that conversation go? Oh my God. Okay, so 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 I think we were. She always liked to butter me up with food and shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know so why, bro? Like, because food is the universal <laughs> love language for everything. It is. So she like, you know what? We should go out and get something to eat. You know, I mean, and that's and that's normal. That's typically what we do. So that's that's not. I'm like, sure, I bet you pick the place where it go. Mm-hmm. So we sitting down and we order the food. She's like, yeah, you know, Dad, I got something to tell you. I'm whatever. I'm thinking this, you know, about some shoes she wanted, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. She said, I did it. So I'm looking down at the menu at the time while she said she did it. Did you did what? And she just kept saying she did it. She said it like three times, and I finally looked my goofy ass up and looked at her. <laughs> and, she, and she said, I did it. And I'm looking at her, I looked at her like a dog, like, huh? I said, oh, okay, now listen, now let me give you the channel of events that went through me. Mm-hmm. I looked at her like a dog, now internally, is two devils fighting in my chest. Like, they trying to get out. Like, they want to raw. They want to rage. Mm-hmm. But I understand that it's a much bigger play here, so to speak. So I said, okay. Instead of telling me that you did it, because if you did what I think you did, you have to be a little bit more mature than say it. So tell me what it is that you did. Mm. Because you, whatever it is you may have done, May not be what I think you've done, and now that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. So she uh, informs me of what she did, and uh, <laughs> betcha by golly, wow, it was sex. Um, I said, okay, does your mom know? She said, no. I said, did you use protection? And when I say protection, I mean a condom. Mm-hmm. When I say a condom, who provided the condom? She told me all these things. I said, Okay. We talked, we talked about safety, who the boy was. Now, now, I, listen, here's my crazy dad side coming out, okay? Now, I am a mail carrier, as some know. This, I deliver in the same zone that my daughter and this young man goes. <laughs> okay? Now, 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 that's nothing, you know, whatever, you know, that's just the same zone. Mm-hmm. So... I deliver on, on a route that I used to be. I'm no longer on that route. Uh, I used to be on a route with a shopping center where a lot of the kids go after school. Mm-hmm. She showed me a picture of this young boy. And one particular day, I'm um, on my lunch break. I think I'm at Starbucks. I'm, I parked the mail truck right in front of Starbucks. There was this young woman who walked inside who was carrying a baby, like in a, in a, um, in a baby carrier. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to walk through the the the... the the sea of teenage boys to Starbucks and none of them opened the door. So that instantly bothered me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I walked up to the young men. Hey fellas, look, Jeremy, that's my name. When y'all see something like that, open the door. It, it, it hurts nothing to just be a nice person. Be a gentleman, open the door. She never asked anything. She did it herself, but that's not the point. Just open the door. Right. So as I'm talking to them and I'm about to walk away, 
Guess who the fuck walks up the shopping center? Mm. This little motherfucker. <laughs> so I said, yo, man, how you doing, brother? What's your name? He tell me his name. So I dab him up and I bring him close. So we about, we about, his chin is on my shoulder. My chin is on his shoulder. So I asked him, and his ear, just, just personally, asked him, does he know my daughter? Gave her the name. He pulled back. Well, he tried to pull back, but he he wasn't. I had him. I had a I, boy. I had, had had that monkey grip. On <laughs> had that dash strip. <laughs> had that monkey grip. And I listen. I'm not even that strong. But did that day, I was feeling rather rather incredible hawkish. <laughs> so, so I said, uh, "You know my daughter." He tried to pull back. I said, "Don't go nowhere." Do you know my daughter? He said, "Yeah." I said, "I'm a father." You see this truck? It's about 80 trucks. It's about 80 of these trucks in this community. So you'll never know if it's me or not. Mm. Young man, I know where you live at. I know your mother's single. I advise you to do right by my daughter. And if you have a problem with her, you tell me. I don't have a problem with talking to her. Pat him on the back, got my truck left. Never even ate a Starbucks that day. But that was really great that I stopped. Mm. I need these little motherfuckers to know. And I need these little motherfucking women to know too. Because I'm not afraid. I'm not opposed to pulling up on one of these young girls and, 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 and introducing myself as my son's father either. That's how you got to do it. I don't, play, I don't play that shit. That's how you got to do think, it. Oh, do they still talk? I don't even think. Uh, no, but they're still friends though. Okay. But I don't even think it was the strong dapping or the whispering in his ear. I think it was the fact that I told him I know his mother was single. <laughs> don't play with me <laughs> don't play with me don't play with me and and all in all i had no intentions of of of, of talking to his mother or, or anything of that nature it's just just know that i know it's the idea yeah. <laughs> just know that i know mm. the fact that i've never seen you before in person but i can tell you where you live mm. and that your mother is single Mm. Don't play with me, boy. Don't play with me, boy. <laughs> I know this man probably Don't peed his it. pants when you left. Oh shit! Don't do it now. Nah, I want. I, I want to make sure he got good bladder control now. Cause my daughter can't fuck on nigga with pee or something. <laughs> 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 but see, but see, this is these are the conversations that dads have and shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, you know, it's it's, it's all in fun. It's all in just we just busting these young boys' balls because. They need to know that it's someone who cares about these women that they care about. Facts. And that you just can't get away with bloody fucking murder just because you can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that's, you know, you know, we laugh and we joke. Trust me, we still laughing and joking in the group chat about that. But, sh- you know what I'm saying? But I'm never going anywhere through the blessings of God. I'm never going anywhere. No, that's facts. I just want you to know. Just want you to know that I know your mother's single. His mother, his mother was bad too, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. My mother was fine as shit. Mm. One of them bad single, uh, uh, single mothers. <laughs> <laughs> and like, listen, son, you don't, you don't want me to be your, your stepdad. Don't do it to yourself. I, I be in your house with a beater on making eggs. <laughs> I'm crying. Talk to me. We can all stay tonight. <laughs> what you trying? To, what you trying to do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, yo! 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's 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 a that's that's a good one because you know you yes, you're probably the only out of my dad friends that I have. You're the only one that have like a teenage girl. Everybody else have like young kids. So this was this. <laughs> that's a funny story. <laughs> Yes, uh, and I'm telling you, I can't, I can't wait till my son get a age. I'm gonna pull up. If I got to pull up, I'm pull up. I'm not afraid of shit. Can't be. I'm not afraid of nothing. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not afraid of a fucking thing. So if you got a problem with me pulling up on your kid, then I guess you, your kid gonna have a problem with dating my daughter, mm-hmm. or your daughter have a problem with dating my son. Mm-hmm. So you know, teach his own. That's but right. I know how we rocking over here. So I want to get into my last segment of the episode, the Parents and Corner segment. So I'm going to ask you three questions. Um, question number one, give me a funny dad story. Oh, fun dad? I just gave you one. I pull up on kids and I talk about their mothers. I'm telling you. <laughs> that, I'm telling you, that's about as funny as it gets. That's, that's my shit, okay? I'm, a, I'm, I'm an employed man with a good job. And you think your mother won't fuck me? Boy, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> she will. <laughs> and y'all got good benefits over there. She and will. And benefits and a retirement plan. I will fuck the shit out your mother, boy. <laughs> Stop playing with me. We're her fine ass. And it'll be. No, she got good money. She drive a fancy car, too. I like that. He'll come in and she'll be like, hey, son, um, I want you to introduce to the new guy I'm talking to, such and such. And then his face drops and he's just like, this nigga that infiltrated the family. And you just looked at him yes, like, uh, you just look at him and give house, him, brother. You just look at him and raise your glass like, I told you, little nigga. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fucking weak. What time it is, player? You know what time it is, player? I'm weak. Oh my gosh. All right. The second question um, Give me a situation. That you could have handled differently. So how. And then tell me how you handled it. Versus how you think you should have handled it. Oh God. The the, the great Chuck E. Cheese fiasco of, of 2018. Or 2019. Well I don't even know what year it was. But it was a fucked up year. Um, Me, me and my son's mother were at real bad odds that year. And like it was horrible. It was really trash. Um, He had a Chuck E. Cheese party. Yo fam. I didn't know Chuck E. Cheese was this fucking expensive. Fucking party was almost a thousand dollars. Damn shit for Chuck E. Cheese. And I had yeah, like, but I didn't know it was that. But I had gave her some money up front, so I'm thinking like I think she had asked like three hundred, so I gave it to her. So I figure, all right, well, it can't be no more than four or five or six hundred. It can't be any more than that. So whatever I gave her should work. And we got the bill, or she got the bill, and like I said, we were beefing, and she passed it off to me. I gave that shit right back, and I, I left. Cause ain't no way you telling me to pay another nine hundred dollars. So you know I and you know we kind of we, we argued in the parking lot for a little bit, you know. And at, after that, I felt I felt like shit. Not not because we argued or I, I I just you know things just didn't have to go that far. For what it was worth, I could have just paid the fucking bread and just been fucking done with it. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I, I that's 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 how I would have handled. It. I was just just to pay this shit, just to fucking get over it. And sometimes, as a man, and I know I'm contradicting everything I once said in life. Sometimes you just gotta pay to play. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta pay to play. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Um, the last question, or basically, it's just, what advice do you have for fathers? 
energy. There's no, there's no manual. There's no script. There's no brochure. There's no pamphlet. Every day is going to be a challenge. Every day is going to be a different task. Everything is going to be a new person you got to deal with. The person of yesterday is gone. Kid is going to be a different person tomorrow. The mom is going to be a different person tomorrow. Patience. Consistency. Communication. Patience, consistency, and communication. And just be a good human being. Just be a good human being, man. It it don't take much to be a good human being. You don't have to always be right. Trust me, you don't win a you don't win an award for having the last word. Mm. You don't have to have the last word. It ain't that important. Trust me. Trust me. It ain't it ain't that deep. Cause she ain't listening to your stupid ass no way for content. She's just hearing you talk. And vice versa. He we ain't I ain't listening to the last word. Don't give a fuck. Okay. Nine times out of ten, I give up anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, you got it. You got it. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't have time to beef or be, or be mad. Because once I'm mad, I'm mad, and it's hard. It's hard to get me from being mad. That's why I try to stay so cool and level headed. It's not always easy. Like I said, every day is gonna be a challenge. But when you look at your kid, and your kid do something, even if it's something stupid like, "Hey, dad, look at this," and they jump wild or throw a car at the fucking window. Bro, that's yours. That's your car at the window. <laughs> that's your kid jumping around looking stupid. It's just something to look forward to or something to smile at. Yeah. So just just live in the moment with your kids, your kids, mom. If y'all have a decent relationship, like like I said, I haven't I haven't had too many, um, you know, bad experiences with mine. And I know there are men out there who are really getting dragged by this. And I don't, I don't know their whole, you know, situation. But man, just keep your head up, man. You love your baby, you'll do whatever for it. And if you got to get the white, and and yo, fam, get the white man involved in your shit if you got to. I don't care. Get the white man involved in your shit, yo. Seriously, dead ass. You need that. You have rights too. You have the right to feel secure in your situation. You have that right. Don't let no motherfucking body tell you you cannot. Don't let nobody. Don't let nobody tell you you cannot. You got the right. You got the right to do anything you want, man. Real talk. Hey, man. This has been. This has been. This has been clutch. My man, tell them where they can find you at. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, and I'm chilling. That's I M C H I I L I N. Uh, I'll be on Instagram sometimes. So that's the Chilling with Juice Pod. Uh, you can you can stream the Chilling with Juice podcast. On all major platforms, every Friday there's a new episode and maybe some days in between. Um, yeah, man, check us out, man. We talking, uh, we just having a good time, man. Just, just a bunch of people that like to talk about reality. Hey, man, you already know. If y'all want to start a podcast, man, www.theaverageshowmedia.com. Um, I'll come to you, record it, edit it, produce it. Coming soon, we'll get the Baltimore reaching up with my man Juice here, um, yes, sir. and we're gonna get this on and popping because it's a it's a lot of people that want to start podcasting with good content, and that's where we fall. That's where we come in, as you already know. This is an Average Joe Media production. Go ahead and follow the podcast, man. Um, like it, share it. 
tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell their auntie, to tell their uncle, to tell their baby cousin, to tell their newborn cousin about the podcast. It's much needed, man. It's all about lifting fathers in the black community. Um, y'all can mm-hmm. y'all can go ahead, follow the Instagram, Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod. Um on Twitter. I'm actually gonna start being on Twitter because I'm gonna leave Instagram, which Instagram be doing too much. Um y'all can follow the Twitter, Baby Daddy Cron. Uh, that's baby daddy then C H R O N. I'm gonna start using Twitter more. And um once again, Juice, I thank you for getting on and I'll see y'all next episode, man. It's your future favorite baby daddy signing off. Peace. Yo. As a father, yes, I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy I ain't a baby daddy Baby daddy Baby daddy, call me daddy.